0: You got a phone, pick it up The golf man. It is no holds barred. Today's program. We are back. We are bringing the heat. We are bringing the fire on the program today. We've got our Australian Open semi-final special. Women's semi-finals are complete. And what could Stefano Tsitsipas do against Rafa Nadal in the men's semi-final tonight on Rod Laver Arena? It's an action-packed show from the No Holds Bod Studios. This is Jade Colf with the Kulf Man. This is No Holds Bod. Like we don't even talk no more, and you don't even call no more. We don't barely keep in touch at all. And I don't even feel the same love when we are no more. And I heard it through the Greek run we even beefing now. After all these We are back in the studios. Great to have you with us. This is Jade Colf at the Colf, man. This is no holds barred. Been a while since we've been on the air, but we are back. Australian Open. We are getting to the business end of the championships. Yes, today we had women's semi-final day and we've just got through uh, one-sided Rafael Nadal and Stefanos Tsitsipas. Nadal in ruthless form. We will get to that here very, very soon. I want to talk about that. Nadal has been absolutely awesome throughout uh, the championships here at Melbourne Park, but today... It was the women's semi finals and a couple of contrasting matches. The first semi final of the day was Petra Kvitova and uh, the American upstart, Danielle Collins. Danielle Collins coming in with little fanfare, the former college star out of Florida. She took out Angelique Kerber. Uh, earlier on in the event in uh, emphatic fashion, 6-love, six 6-2, six I believe that scoreline was. So not much uh, really known about Danielle Collins. She trains out of uh, IMG Academy there in Florida. And uh, today she got her shot there on center court on Rod Laver Arena against a two-time Wimbledon champion, uh, Kvitova. And it was an interesting start in this one, guys. It really was. Kvitova... And Collins come out going toe-to-toe, really trying to find their, uh, find their range from the back of the court. It was stifling conditions there today uh, in at Melbourne Park, upwards of 40-degree uh, temperatures. So Collins, uh, who trains in Florida, um, she, she wanted the heat. She wanted to stay out there in the heat. Uh, and uh, out there on Rod Laver, Arena, Rod Laver Arena, Kvitova was looking for shade uh, as much as possible, as you would expect, and it was at about four all, I believe, in the first set when uh, the new heat rule came into the equation, and tournament referees decided to close the roof there on Rod Laver Arena, and it totally switched the match uh, in Kvitová's favour. It was pretty even up until that stage there, and Danielle Collins did not like uh, the ruling that was taking place. She spoke to the umpire, she spoke to uh, the referee. Um, But because of the new heat heat rule, the new heat index uh, measurement system that they have, uh, they had to close the roof. And once they closed the roof, it was all one-way traffic with Petra Kvitova uh, just having her absolute way with uh, with Collins. And Kvitova strikes the ball as well as anybody uh, in the women's game. And when she's in that frame of mind, she's in that frame of mind and... In that frame of mind, and really uh, striking the ball like that with time, uh, none of the elements out there—no wind, no uh, obviously no sun—was a little bit cooler in there in the air-conditioned uh, facility there. And uh, you know, she's a little bit like Roger Federer. Once you uh, once you take away the uh, the elements and close the roof, they're almost unplayable. And Collins was uh, running around, uh, chasing everything from there, and it was, I said, one-way traffic. Seven, six, six, love, and Kvitová moved through to her first uh, Australian Open final, and she's got to be a big threat, uh, absolutely, here in uh, in Melbourne, and great to see her uh, into that final, actually. As I mentioned before, she's one of the most talented uh, players on the tour, uh, has a beautiful free-flowing lefty attacking game. She doesn't play, uh, hasn't got a defensive bone in her body, does uh, Kvitova, but when she's in full flight and she's striking the ball, <clears throat> there is very little that her opponents can do. And we saw that today uh, against Collins. It wasn't much Collins could do. Collins is a feisty uh, and uh, a, a real feisty and uh, explosive kind of uh, kind of character. She likes uh, she likes the toe to toe battle. She likes the uh, the gladiatorial uh, kind of confrontations out there. But once that roof was closed, um, she really just disappeared. And Kvitova, there was no stopping her. She was, um, you know, all her shots, all her all, all her uh, her velocity from the baseline was a, a clear. Uh, a clear indication that Collins couldn't go with her in that area. And and really no players can. Probably only uh, a possible uh, Serena Williams in full flight. And... <clears throat> uh, Probably Naomi Osaka, who we're about to talk about here uh, very, very soon. But great to see Kvitova through to her first Australian Open uh, final. As I said, she is a, a real talent and she is one, uh, one to see when she's in full flight because her ball striking uh, is absolutely elite and, and world class. And, and she deserves her spot uh, in the Australian Open final for 2019. As we know, she took out Ash Barty in the quarterfinals. Uh, and then steamrolls Collins uh, earlier on today. And, and she has got to be a massive, massive uh, shot to win her first uh, Australian Open Championships uh, come Saturday. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about the other women's semi final. It was Naomi Osaka versus uh, uh, Pliskova from the Czech Republic, also. That one was an absolute uh, classic. Uh, Out of nowhere really, Asaka was on top Uh, Looked like it was going to be done in straight sets But Pliskofer, she found a way to extend it Uh, We will come back to talk about how Asaka got through that one there We'll talk a little bit about uh, the Asaka and uh, Kvitova matchup in the final Then we're going to segue on to uh, the men's match tonight Nadal and the Greek wonder kid Sisipas This is Jade Colf with the Australian Open No Holds Barred Special. Jade Colf with the Colf Man. Uh, This is No Holds Barred. I, I can't believe him. we built this large pizza pie together. No pepperoni. Yeah, you wanted extra cheese sometimes. want buy your thorns of horror. Tried to bring that fairy tale life. You wanted horror. But my microscope couldn't see a coat with that. I had to bolt from that and left the dead in the sea. It's better for me. I'm satisfied with repping for D. We were certified hot. We are back in the studio. Jade Colf at the Colf Man at the Australian Open. Our No Holds Barred podcast special. And we are now going to segue on to the women's semi-final number two, which was this afternoon in oppressive heat today. It really was. Naomi Osaka and Carolina Pliskofer played a semi-final for the ages. It was a very, very enjoyable match. There's no doubt about that. Um, I've got no question in my mind. It was one of the better ones we've seen in quite a while. And Naomi Osaka, the Japanese star, the US Open champion She found a way against Pliskofer in, in a classic 6-2, 4-6 six, and 6-4 six, And it looked like uh, Osaka after the first set 6-2 uh, She was dominant, <coughs> she, was, uh, she was sharp with her movement she was aggressive off the deck, she was hitting winners, uh, had very positive body language from the outset, and it looked like she was going to romp to a, a straight set's victory, but uh, when she had uh, she had the finish line in her sight, uh, she blinked just slightly, and Pliskofer found a way to hang tough and win that second set, much to her credit, uh, six games to four, and then... Uh, the third set was an absolute classic. Looked like uh, Pliskova uh, was somehow going to find a way to, to get the win here. Um, she showed a tremendous fight, like she did in her uh, her previous win over Serena Williams in the in the quarterfinals. But it was Osaka who found a way uh, to win that uh, third set, uh, six games to four. Um, was just uh, just a little bit tougher, a little bit more positive a little bit more aggressive uh, on the bigger points she uh, she really backed her her ball striking ability uh, I think um, she 's as aggressive as anybody off the ground now uh, osaka off the deck and just when it looked like things were slipping away from her early on in that third set, <clears throat> she saved a couple of break points uh, early on with some impressive uh, and uh, ball striking and some courageous decision making, um, which you have to do in these uh, these big moments in these slams. You cannot be passive, and uh, otherwise you pay the price. And Osaka found a way 6-4 in the third set, uh, hitting an ace down the middle, a sliding serve up the middle, which was uh, which was called out, but she challenged and it uh, caught just a bit of the line, and she moved through to the final to play Kvitova, uh on Saturday. And this final shapes as to be, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, an absolute beauty. Uh, we know the form that Kvitova's in. Both girls really play similar games. They are aggressive baseline players. Um, you know, I give Asaka the, the slight edge just because of her consistency, uh, you know, over the last six, six to nine months. Winning the U.S. Open, now backing up here in Australia, she came through some murky waters through the middle of the uh, middle of the draw for her, a couple of three-set matches where she had to come from behind against uh, Sue Wei and then um, the uh, the Latvian uh, 13th seed as well. Um, and and you know she's finding a way to get through these matches. She's problem-solving. She's working it out. Um, so I give her the slight edge against uh, Kvitova come Saturday, but only slight I, I really do um I think Kvitova has uh, all the potential in the world to really take this uh out of Osaka's um out of Osaka's hands uh Kvitova is the one player that um you know went in full flight she can hit winners from anywhere on the court and there's not a hole that anybody can do about it um she did that at Wimbledon there a couple of years ago and it was absolutely frightening what uh, the display that she put on there <coughs> um so I think it's gonna be an exciting final. Uh it really is. Um I said give Osaka the slight edge, but both ladies in this one here are, are both deserving uh of the title, really, you know, in my eyes. Full credit to uh Puska for today who uh who put in a, a you know a huge effort, really backed up after the Serena Williams uh you know physical and, and, and mental uh mental battle. So uh you know, she gave it everything she had today. Just pulled up short, and the, the elusive um, Grand Slam uh, will remains elusive for uh, for for Pliskova, um, and um, she's going to be in uh, in good stead moving forward. But she needs to back uh, back up that result today with uh, really strong performances at the French, Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open. Get back to that top five area. Um, you know, she says she wants to win a Slam this year. Um, Will she be able to? You know, I doubt that at this stage. Uh, Simona Halep's not going anywhere. Especially come the French Open, she's going to be the, um, probably the favourite to win there. Um, Osaka's going from strength to strength. Uh, Kvitova's is back in town. Serena Williams isn't going anywhere. Um, the women's game's wide open. But it was a real pleasure to watch that semi-final today. It was uh, it, it was great, uh, great viewing. And uh, the final shapes to be an absolute beauty come Saturday. Asaka and Kvitova. Um, And I look forward to that. We will break that down uh, in the No Holds Barred studio uh, on the next program moving forward. But in saying that, coming up next, uh, we saw the Spanish Bull in full flight tonight on Rod Laver Arena. Rafael Nadal destroyed the Greek Wonder Kid. 6 2, 6 4, 6 Love. We'll be back after the break. To break that down, we'll talk about that and we'll talk a little bit about Novak Djokovic and Lucas Pui who uh, takes centre stage tomorrow night. This is Jade Kolf at the Colf Man, the Australian Open no holds barred special. We'll be back. back in the studio, Jade Kolf at the Colf Man, the No Holds Barred Sports Podcast, our Australian Open special. And the women's final is decided. Naomi Osaka and Petra Kovitova will lock horns on Saturday. Speaking of horns, Rafa Nadal had the horns out tonight, the Spanish Bull. He was in destruction mode, and he destroyed the Greek wonder kid Stefanos Tsitsipas six two, six four, six love in an awesome exhibition of power tennis. Nadal yet to drop a seat, uh, yet to drop a set throughout uh, this Australian Open, and to think that coming into this event, he was under a bit of an injury cloud, couldn't play in Brisbane, uh, in the lead up event, the two hundred and fifty event up north there in Brisbane uh pulled out of that one you know got a week's worth of practice up there came to Melbourne got a a bit more practice in but he has just plowed his way through the draw and he destroyed the young Sissipas tonight in a real lesson of power tennis and look Sissipas um you know had the win over Federer in round four I thought he was a bit lucky to get through there look to his credit uh he was aggressive He, he played uh he maxed out on his uh, on his level on his potential there in that one there. Federer was a bit passive at the you know during the big moments. Uh, Roger, oh, of twelve on breakpoint opportunities. Roger chipped the backhand uh, on a lot of those second serve uh, opportunities when when uh, was serving. Chipped it, waited for the uh, for the Greek to, to to make the error. It never came, and and Roger paid the price. Uh, but uh, it was a fine line there, and it could have been easily been Roger in that semi-final tonight. Uh, but it was to surpass Roger. Uh, definitely had regrets on that one. There was was a little bit passive, and and uh, he's paid the price in the past before Federer, and he paid the price then. Uh, but Stefanos tonight got a real lesson in uh, in major power tennis at, at the business end of slams. And Nadal was awesome. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, he uh, he crushed uh, he crushed his opponent. Just let's take a look at these numbers here, um, and these are frightening numbers. Um, Nadal's win percent on his first serve eighty five percent. So he won eighty five percent of points once his first serve went in. Um, his second serve, he won seventy one percent of points on his second serve. Incredible number right there. If you're uh, if you're anywhere around fifty percent uh, on uh, on second second serve wins. Um, you are, you're ahead of the curve there on the ATP tour. Nadal, 71% of second uh, second serves won uh, tonight. Nadal converted 6 of 11 breakpoint opportunities. So, you know, running at a at higher than a, a 50% clip on breakpoint opportunities. He was 18 of 22 at the net at an 82% clip. So coming to the net 22 times, won 18 of them. He cra- he, he crushed 20, 28 winners off the deck. And 14 unforced errors, so he's plus 14 in that area there Just a, an absolutely perfect, perfect match uh, from uh, from the Spanish superstar And, and Sissipas, uh you know, his second serves uh, If his first serve wasn't going in, uh, he was no chance to win points He, he won 6 uh, of his 30 second serve points at a 30% clip which is well below par and not going to get it done against one of the all-time greats in, in Rafael Nadal. So, you know, those were some of the numbers there. It was, uh, it was over in an hour and 46 minutes, and it was an awesome display of, uh, of power tennis. There's no other way to describe it. Um, you know, it was stifling hot there today, but, uh, you know, the night conditions with the roof open, it is going to be cooler at night. And we have spoken about the new Dunlop balls, which are uh, which are slowing things up, and it suits Nadal's game. Cisapath uh, definitely wasn't able to hit through the court tonight, uh, and Nadal with his laser beam forehand, uh, his movements looking uh, looking powerful. It's looking sharp. He's finishing points quicker than ever before. Um, getting through these matches, he's going to be fresh as a daisy come Sunday, um, and he's never looked better. It's Absolutely phenomenal uh, You know What we're seeing here Over this uh, Over the last 11 and 12 days From um, Rafael Nadal He He beat James Duckworth uh, In straight sets In round one Then Matty Ebden Then Alex Dimana, Uh Absolutely crushed Thomas Burdich in, in an incredible display Burdich is no uh, is no joke He's, he's made uh, He's made Grand Slam finals before He's, he's been top five Uh, He's powerful in his own right, but he made light work of him um, and then uh, crushed Francis Tiafoe uh, the other night again. And and tonight it was even more impressive. He is peaking right now, Nadal. And come Sunday, he uh, is every chance uh, to win his second uh, Australian Open crown here. He's into his fifth final uh, and he thoroughly deserved it. He was absolutely awesome tonight. uh, And uh, it is scary Whoever it's going to be to face him, will it be? Will it be Djokovic? Will it be uh, be Lucas Pui? We'll talk about that uh, next after the break. But as I said, uh, Nadal could not have been more impressive tonight. It was uh, power tennis uh, at its finest. Now, Sissipas, uh he, uh, he is for real, don't get me wrong. I saw him 12 months ago uh, in round one live at the Australian Open and he was outclassed by uh, Denis Shapovalov who went down to uh, Novak Djokovic here in round three. I thought Shapovalov was the, uh, w- was the better player and had more top-end talent but Sissipas in 12 months has improved his forehand. His forehand was a bit shaky there last year. Um, uh, he's tightened that up, less errors off that wing. The serves has got more pop. And his, uh, his movement's a lot more dynamic. Uh, I love the Greeks. Uh, love his attitude. Uh, he's a breath of fresh air. He likes to come forward, finish points at the net. Uh, and uh, his body language and, and the way he goes about it um, is very, very impressive. Uh, he's well ahead, of, uh, well ahead of his time, uh, this, uh, this young man. He, his father, who's his, uh, who's his, his coach, seems, uh, seems well-grounded. He's got a good support team around him. He comes from great stock. Uh, he's definitely going to be a top ten player, possibly this year, <clears throat> and uh, he's going to be competing for slams over the next decade. But tonight, he was absolutely found out by one of the all-time greats. It was uh, it was uh, a quality win at the highest order from Nadal. And come Sunday, he is going to take a world of beating. We're uh, going to take a break here on the Australian Open special, no holds barred podcast. We're going to come back to touch on Novak Djokovic and Lucas Pui. We're going to talk briefly about that. And uh, we are going to wrap up uh, what has been an exciting show. This is Jade Kolf at The Kolf Man. This is No Holds Barred. back. No holds barred Australian Open special. It's the Colf man, Jade Colf here in the studio. What about Nadal? What a performance tonight. Absolutely breathtaking. Into another final. Who's it going to be? We're going to segue on to uh the men's semi-final number two tomorrow night Novak Djokovic and the surprise Luka Pui in his first grand slam semi-final and what a uh what a job he's got tomorrow night to try and take on the six-time champion and Serbian uh superstar Djokovic Pui uh has played some um how do I describe it? Pui has played some steady tennis throughout uh, throughout the two weeks thus far. He had a um, had a good win against uh, Borna Koric in round number four. I thought that was going to go Koric's way, but Pui found a way there in four sets. And My pick to play Novak in the semi-final, uh, Milos Raonic, put in an absolute howler against Pui in the quarterfinal. Uh, full credit to Pui, uh to get the win there uh, in four sets, but uh, you know what? In my expert opinion, Ranech looked. Uh, he looked fatigued. He looked tired. Uh, I don't know why that is. Uh, the, the big man didn't serve as well as he had. He, he destroyed uh, Alexander Zverev in uh, in the fourth round, um, and Alexander Zverev destroyed his racket, which was um, absolutely uh, top line entertainment there from the. From the German star, more of that, please, Alex. Um, but uh, yeah, Pui got through. Uh, got through. Ran it got to be disappointing for Milos. Um, but Pui gets a chance on the big stage. There, he's uh, he's been as high as ten in the world as as Luke uh, Luca, and uh, with Emily Maresmo in his corner, uh, controversial hiring there, um, but uh, they seem to be working uh, working well together, and. Uh, i tell you what, Pooh is going to get uh, all he can handle against uh, against Novak tomorrow night in a night match, and uh, he's got a chance to either really step up to the uh, to the world-class level that it's going to require, or he'll get found out like Sissa got found out tonight. As for Novak, um, he hasn't been as impressive as Nadal up until this point, and, and that's saying something because Novak's hardly put a foot wrong. He... Uh, he lost a set against uh, Shapovalov in round three. It uh, seemed to wave it a little bit mentally there. Um, in um, in in round four against uh, Daniil Medvedev, uh, the sneaky Russian, uh, who was definitely on the way up for sure as well. Keep keep an eye out for him. He's no flash in the pan either. The young twenty-two year old Russian. He's going top ten as well. Mark my words. Uh, he was actually uh he was actually down. Uh, Uh, A break in the third set, but Djokovic found a way to grind that out as well. And, uh, you know, against uh, Kean Nishikori in the quarterfinals. Well, he basically got the night off. Nishikori uh, playing crazy amounts of tennis just to get through to that stage. And uh, Novak uh, was just what the doctor ordered for Novak. He got to uh, hit the ice bath early and rest up. So he's going to be fresh as can be. Uh, against Pui uh, tomorrow night. And, um, yeah, it shapes as an interesting one, that's for sure. Uh, do a Pui, definitely give Pui a, a punch his chance. Uh, but this is Novak's time. Every time he's made the semi-final here at Melbourne Park, he's gone on to win the title. Uh, and I think we're going to get the Novak Djokovic versus Rafael Nadal uh on sunday evening for the uh for the men's final for 2019 and if that's the case which i think it will be uh we are in for one treat because it's going to be absolutely brutal tennis at the highest order these two guys uh played one of the uh all-time great uh grand slam finals there a few years ago went for i believe it was five hours and 53 minutes and we could see something along those lines again. Uh, Nadal will be fresh. He's got two days off leading into the final. And Novak will be somewhat fresh as well. He won't want to stuff around against uh, against Pui tomorrow night. He'll want to be ruthless. He'll want to get through in straight sets. Uh, and if he does and he's fresh, um, we could get an all-time classic final uh, on uh, on Sunday night. Uh and wouldn't that be great to start the uh start the season off with a, an absolute beauty uh in the final at Melbourne Park on uh on, on Sunday evening. Um you know what to expect in that match. Uh look, uh I think Poo is gonna have to take some chances. He's going to have to serve extremely well. Uh he's gonna be under a lot more pressure from the back of the court um against Novak, that's for sure. Uh I thought Raonic's movement was a little bit sluggish throughout their quarterfinal, uh, and, and Poui wasn't really challenged at all uh, on serve. He uh, from the first set uh, onwards, after that first set, uh, he was in total control of his service games, and at the back of the court, he, he just moved the ball around, um, you know, not at maximum velocity, and um, he won the majority of the baseline rallies. Uh, Poui has got a game, a bit of an all-court game. But he's going to have to take some chances. He's going to have to run around the backhand and and crunch the forehand uh, as much as possible uh, and, and dictate. And that's going to be very hard to do against Novak, who is uh, arguably the the greatest defensive player we've ever seen. And he will be uh, he'll be in full flight there tomorrow night. Conditions will suit uh, will suit Jok- uh, suit Djokovic. Uh, you know the night uh, conditions, the cooler conditions. Uh, he, he likes it like that. And um, it's going to be an interesting match. I, I give, um, I said, to give Pili a punch his chance, but Novak will go into this uh, confident, red-hot favourite, rested up after the Nishikori uh, 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 withdrawal due to uh, due to injury. And um, yeah, I expect Djokovic to get through to uh, to on Nadal in what will be uh, an incredible way to start the year, the Grand Slam year at Rod Laver Arena uh come sunday evening uh coming up we'll be back uh, here in the studio we're going to take a quick break we'll be back to wrap things up and talk about what we've got on the show moving forward this is jade Kolf at the Kolf man at no holds barred the australian open uh, special podcast we'll be back here soon First time together, and I'm feeling kind of horny. Conventional methods of making love kind of me. I want to knock your black off, get my rocks off, blow your socks off, make sure your G spot. You know me, get ready to go down. Fuck master flex tunnel, stare. Shout to big cat, cypher sounds. MOP, Andy up in the fucking background. For the real niggas, you know me, shout to Brooklyn. We're back. In the studio, Jade Colf at the Colf Man, the No Holds Barred Special Podcast, Australian Open 2019. We're just talking during the break. Let's get that Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal final, huh? No disrespect to, to Luka Pui, but let's pencil it in. I want to see these boys go at it Sunday night in cool conditions on Rod Laver Arena I want a 6 hour slugfest To round out the two weeks Can we, can we get a 6 hour flug, slug slugfest From these two boys That would be something else What a show It's been great to be back on the air There's been plenty going on at Melbourne Park Over The last 10-11 days Well done to both ladies today Kvitova and Osaka To go at it on Saturday evening, we'll uh, we'll be back in the studio to break that down, what to expect, uh, you know, how, uh, how each player is going to construct points, their patterns of play, what to look out for. We really want to inform the listeners out there, so when you are watching uh, these big matches, you know what to look for. Um, I'll be breaking that down and... Uh, Looking forward to the men's semi-final tomorrow night. Djokovic and Pui, Uh Look for look for Djokovic to be ruthless, and uh, good luck to Luka Pui in his first Grand Slam semi-final. It's been a, a big two weeks for uh, for Pui. Some some big wins, but it's the ultimate test tomorrow night on Rod Laver Arena against the uh, the six-time champion. In Novak Djokovic It's been a great show You'll be hearing from us again Here in the studio As I said to break down that women's final And then to break down The men's final on, on Sunday night It's been great Bringing you the, bringing you the program This is Jade Kolf At the Colf Man The No Holds Barred Sports Podcast Australian Open Edition We'll see you guys In 24 hours the central, credentials, cold in the streets, uh, old men's a creep, uh, slow when you sleep, uh, holes in the heat, put holes in your teeth, respect the stricts, it's the L-I-L-F-A-M-R-E. Uh, uh, Dead nigga dance, gave you a hands, cause I blast a man, I'm in the room, he said he was strong, I have reason to believe, he has some shit up and sleep all alone, so fuck you your honor, check my persona, I'm struggling for old dude.